The last thing we saw was the Mishnah where Beti Lil felt that with the Heter for believing a woman that her husband died was only like the story that happened. Bet Shammai proved to them otherwise. And Beti Lil went back on their words. With that, we are starting Davkuf Tet Zayin Amud Bet, about three lines from the bottom, where it says Bet by the Mishnah. Bet Shammai Omrim, a lady who came and said, My husband died, Tina Seveti told Ketubata, she could get married, she could get her Ketuba, we believe her 100%. Bet Yilel Omrim, Tina Seveti told Ketubata, she can't get her Ketuba. The, the deen of money is totally different than the deen of marriage. You were you were lenient on uh, the irva, which is much more strict. You're not going to be lenient with with money, which is lenient. Yes, we are splitting it because matzinu alpia. If he has brothers, they don't get his inheritance. Based on what she's saying, they still need two Aidim. Just look at the actual language of the Ketubah and you can see that she has permission to get married. What does he write? That if you get married, it says in the Ketubah, if you get married to someone else, you get whatever is written over here. And once she has permission to get, to, to, to get married to someone else, even if it's just on based on her words, at the end of the day, she's getting married to someone else. She could get her ktuba. And Betila went back on their words, and they uh, they held like betchamai. And now the the Rishonim and the the, the Shulchan Aruch and the Poskim discuss when we believe her, do we believe her on? Uh, do we believe her to give her the into, uh, just the ktuba part, the principle of the ktuba, the mane, the matayim that she gets? Or even the extra stuff. The Ridvasa, she doesn't get the extra stuff. And the Shulchan Aruch is uh, posek like that also. And it's it's a question in Halakha, what exactly does she get? And the the real question is, what did, uh, when they held like Bet Hilel, like when Bet Hilel went back and held like Bet Shemai, to what extent did they go back? And I, you could start by Tosfot and go from there. Amar Rav Hasda, Alpiha. A lady who said her husband died, she got an issue, was boom, the, the Yabam, uh, he gets the Nahala based on her words. Him, Darshu, Midrash, Ketubah, they looked in the Ketubah, Anu, Lo, Nidrash, Midrash, Torah, if they, they looked in the words of the Ketubah, we're not going to look in the words of the Torah, what does it say? Yakum al Shem Ahiv, Amar Hamanav, Kam. Once he got up, al Shem Ahiv did his uh, mitzvah, now he's, uh, this lady's husband, he's going to continue his brother's name, he gets the the, the nahala also. Amar of Nachman bat lebetin v'amramet ba'ali hitiruni linase. Of Nachman wants to say like this: A lady comes to betin and says, "Listen, my husband died. Please let me get married." Matrino talina say, "We're going to believe her, and she, we give her heter. We write her up a heter. You can get married. We're going to trust that she did her due diligence. She checked and uh, and the whole nine yards. Benotnin laktubat, and we give her her ktuba, uh, like we saw in the Mishnah." My husband died, give me my ktuba. We don't believe her because you see she's coming in for money. And therefore you don't even let her get married. She came in looking for money. 
And the idea is, we uh, we are saying that she did her due diligence checking, and we're going to believe her because uh, because uh, if she gets caught, we're so mahamir. And here she doesn't even plan on getting married; she just wants money. She could take the money and spend it without a hit, without getting married, without being as making herself asur to him. So now the Gemara asks the question. She said both. Let me get married and let me have my ketubah. Once she said that word ketubah, she's coming, she's coming and looking for money. Or maybe when she came in, she wants to know, she wants all the heterim. She wants uh, to be a hundred percent in almana, whatever it involves. I want, uh, I want to be uh, be able to get married to someone else. I want the money. I want the whole thing. And if you want to say, call me le de itla de inishama de hule betina, that she was saying on both, we still have a question. Tenuli ktubati vehitiruni lenase. Let's say she said the opposite. She mentioned the ktuba first and then the heter of the marriage. Mao. You, you see for sure she's coming in for money because she mentioned it first. Or maybe she doesn't know what, you know, she doesn't know what's, what's going to give her her heter. Meaning, maybe when I get my ketubah, that's that it makes me mutar. She doesn't know what the protocol is, and therefore we will let, let her get married. That's the way Rashi explains it. The Ritva explains that by her coming in and talking money, it's like it's sort of putting her money where her mouth is, Tibetan, so they can believe her more. So she didn't know what the protocol was. Either way, take or the Gemara doesn't know. The Gemara, the Mishnah now says, "Hakol neemanin la'ida." Even the people are usually pasul aidut. We believe over here, chutz mehamota, except her mother-in-law, because the mother-in-law is thinking that uh, my uh, son is going to be yoresh uh, me, me when I pass away, and then this uh, lady, his wife, is going to take everything. So she wants to make her asur to her uh, to her son. This way, she doesn't get anything. Ubat hamota and her mother-in-law's daughter. The Gemara will explain to us it's because uh, because her mother hates her, she also hates her. But Rashi over here says that the reason that she would hate her is because she's that this lady is going to take everything my parents worked so hard for. Vitsarata and the lady's tsara, the second wife, the co-wife. Since they're called together, they they hate each other. Vibamta, her sister-in-law. That means his uh, bro- her husband's brother's wife. She hates her wife because uh, she doesn't have any children. If her husband dies, she's going to come be my co-wife. Ubat Bala and uh, his and her husband's daughter. You're not my mother, and that's why she hates her. You're eating everything my father worked so hard for. You came out of nowhere, and she hates her again. Very psychological Mishnah. And in all cases, if, a la- if one of these ladies come and said that uh, that uh, my son died, my brother, my father died, or whatever the case may be, we're not going to believe her to be Matea, this lady, because she they're trying to make her marry someone else so she could be asur to the to, to her husband. And that's why we're not going to believe these five women. Now, the Gemara clarifies, Ma ben get lemita. These five women... Are we believe them when it comes to a get? If they brought a get from a different country, here's the get my son wrote for you, or so on. We believe them, but when it comes to death, we don't believe them. Why? Shaktav mochiach. You can look at the get, and that's the really the writing of the get, the betin, the idim. We're really we're really going by that, but by by idut, we're really going based on her mouth and whatever going on in her brain. Ibaya Lehu. So the Gemara asks, Bat Hamiha Mahu. 
her father-in-law's daughter. That means it could be her her husband's uh, half sister from her, her father, not the mother. Uh, do we does she hate her or not? Tamad debat hamotah. The reason that her mother-in-law's daughter hates her mishum deika ima desanyala because uh, my mother hates you. I hate you also. Hina misanyala. She also hates her. Haacha veacha by ovir leka ima desanyala. There's no mother that hates her. Odilma. Or you have to say the, the, the reason by Bat Hamota she hates her because she's going to take everything that my parents worked for. It's over here also, even if it's a sister only from his father, she's going to hate him for this. She's going to hate her for the same reason. She's going to take all the nechasim that I'm supposed to come to my ketubah. Tashema. The Brayta says everyone is trusted to believe her except these five that were written in the Mishnah. If we would have to add the daughter of the father-in-law, it would have been six. And the Gemara pushes back. Maybe the, the, when we mentioned the daughter of her, the mother-in-law was because of the reason. Because she's eating the money that I'm supposed to get from my Ketubah. And that reason applies. Loshana bat hamotav, loshana bat hamia. Doesn't make a difference if she's the daughter of her, the, the mother-in-law, daughter of the father-in-law. Doesn't make a difference. At the end of the day, they both hate her, and they both will lie for, in order to make her asur. Now the Gemara goes back a second. Says, wait, you you learned that five. Vehatanya chutz misheva nashim. We learned seven white uh, ladies. So the Gemara explains Zahir Bihudai that Brayta goes according to Bihudai. The Tanya Bihudai Mosif Af Eshet Av. Bihudai would add the uh, the father's wife. She hates the, uh, the she hates her husband's uh, daughter. Vehakala and the daughter-in-law hates her mother-in-law. She also can't uh, be married for her mother-in-law. Amrulo Eshet Av Harehi Bichlal Batabal. Uh, Eshet Av is part of the stepdaughter. If the stepdaughter, if she's a pasul to the stepdaughter, the stepdaughter is pasul to her. And the same thing, Kala Harehi Bichlal Hamota. If the mother-in-law is pasul, then the daughter-in-law should also be pasul. It just it goes hand in hand. The Rabbi Uda holds that you have to say that the Kala is not believed on her mother-in-law. Why? Bishlama Hamota Kala. The mother-in-law hates the daughter-in-law. She's eating all my hard work, everything that I mean my husband was supposed to get. So why does the mother why does the daughter-in-law hate the mother-in-law? I understand why the husband's daughter hates uh, the new wife. She's uh, taking everything that uh, supposed to go to my, that my uh, that belongs to my mother. And uh, this belongs to my mother and so on. You're not my mother. She hates her. Why does that new wife hate the, the, the stepdaughter? So the Gemara asks, Okay, then if, they're not, if they're, they don't hate the, each other, then why would he add two more? So explains, Really, Kala does hate her mother-in-law. What's the reason she hates her mother-in-law? The mother-in-law is going to go tell her husband, listen, your wife did this wrong, did that wrong, she did that wrong. And also the, the husband's wife, his wife, hates the, 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 the stepdaughter. Why? She's going to go say, yeah, my stepmother did this, my stepmother did that, and trying to get her in trouble. 
Verabanan. What did Rabanan do with it, with these type of cases? Obviously, they hate each other. He explains Kamaim Kamaim Hapanim Lepanim Ken Lev Adam Ladam. The same way when you look at water, you could see yourself. The same thing when you see someone else. Whatever face you give him, they give you back. Meaning, if uh, if you, it's Hamota, then you don't have to say the Kala. If you have to say Kala, you don't have to tell me Hamota. Uh, whatever the way you treat someone, they're gonna, you're going to be treated back. Verbi Yehuda, what does he do with that pasuk? That's talking about the Torah. If a person, if a person comes excited to class, he comes excited to, to, to open up a gemara. The gemara is going to light up back in his face. And then she gives another perush that uh, when the Rebbe is teaching the the, the face that he gives the the, the talmidim, the talmidim will give him back. So if that pasuk is talking about Torah, I still need to add those two into my brayta. We asked in the Midrash in Israel, possible future mother-in-law. Ma, what's the halacha? Meaning, a man gets married to a second wife, has a son. So now, and he already has a, he has a son from a different wife, and those two sons are, are brothers from a father. And if one of them dies, then the other one will uh, will have to do yibum. So now the other, the, the first uh, wife's uh, son, uh, his wife and the the, wife, the current wife right now, what would be the deen with them? Since there's a possibility if her husband dies without any children and then he does yibum and then she'll be her, uh, her mother-in-law. Obviously we're talking about a case where they're not married right now, but there's a possibility of her being her mother-in-law. So do we believe her now or not? She already hated her before this even started. So it means uh, even even if there is a possibility that one day she'll be her mother-in-law, uh, does she hate her from now and she's going to lie or not? And if she's quick to point out, it's very different than, a, than the Yebama. The Yebama... The sister-in-law always hates the other sister-in-law because there's a possibility she's going to hurt her physically. Also, and if she marries her husband, she's going to, you know, that she's going to take away from the time he spends with me. But uh, with the mother-in-law, it's only money, so the question stands: Do we believe her if one day she could possibly be a mother-in-law or not? Tashema, Amra met Bali hami. She said, first my husband died." Then my father-in-law passed away. So she's believed in when she said, my husband died. Tina She got married, got her ktuba, and the whole thing. But her mother-in-law is Asur. And the question is, why is it that uh, her mother-in-law is Asur? The point where she said that my husband died first, she's not her mother-in-law anymore. If we believe her, then that lady is not her mother-in-law anymore, and we should be able to believe her. Love Mishum isn't because we say Lo Her husband didn't die, and her father-in-law didn't die. Why is she saying that her father-in-law died? She wants to mess up her mother-in-law. Her mother-in-law should believe her. Go marry another guy. She'll be a sur to her to her husband, and uh, she won the battle. Now her her husband and her father-in-law are not here right now because she, again she's the one testifying. It probably means she saw them uh, 
somewhere else, she came and she's testifying and she's trying to ruin her mother-in-law, even though why? I'm trying to mess her up for the future, so in the future when my husband comes back, she's not going to tell him all the bad things about me. Tosafot adds, even if this kala gets married, that means if her husband comes back, she's still a sur because she was with another man. Even in that type of case, we still won't believe her, like the, 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 her, the mother-in-law, even though she'll never be her mother-in-law again. Meaning, even if you put your money where your mouth is and get married, we're still not going to believe you. Why? Because since at the time of the Aydut, you were mother-in-law, daughter-in-law. But the Gemara pushes back. Maybe that case where you said that she's not believed towards her mother-in-law, it was talking about a case where the mother-in-law and her have a history. She, for years, she's been, in a, she's been giving her a whole bunch of pain and suffering. And this is her chance to get her back. But maybe in a case where she wasn't yet her mother-in-law, we're not worried that uh, they hate each other. So we really don't have an answer. Next, the Mishnah says, Aid Omer met. One Aid says he passed away, and Betin believes that one Aid, when he said, and she gets married, another Aid comes and says he didn't die. We believe the first one, the second one, you're only one Aid, and uh, that's it, we don't believe you. Aid Omer met. You have one Aid saying he died, and you have two saying he didn't die. Even if she got married, she should get a divorce done. And you can't be with that person. Now the Gemara starts by going to the first case of the Mishnah. You have one Aid who said uh, she, her husband died. She gets married. Then the, after her marriage, another Aid comes. We don't believe him. Then he said, that's all because she got married. Meaning, if she, if she didn't get married yet, she shouldn't get married. Now the Gemara asks, any case in the Torah where we believed one Aed, like in the case of a Sota, or like of a, of a case of Tum'ah, or like by Aguna, when we believed one Aed, Harekan Shnaim, it counts as two. Meaning this is a full Aedut. And this one can't come and beat this uh, this other or the other one who counts as two. So why is it that our Mishnah makes uh, emphasis on the fact that she gets married? One guy came, one guy came and said she's married, she's married. That's it, done. She allowed to get married. Uh, where's the uh, second guy coming from? So the Gemara explains like this. Hachi ka'amara. Aed ehad omer met One Aed came and they did a whole judgment day. They wrote a chill to chuvot and the whole uh, the whole thing and they were material to get married. Then it comes a guy and says, no, he didn't die. Right, uh, once they give her the heter, that she's allowed to get married, and she doesn't have She doesn't have to leave from that original heter. She's allowed to get married, whoever she wants, even if she didn't get married yet, she's allowed to get married. But if she didn't get that heter yet, then she shouldn't get married. Now the rosh over here says she's allowed to get married, but better is she doesn't get married, so you don't have people talking. The Rambam totally disregards this, and the Pinochet explains the, the Rambam's reason is because uh, it sounds like from the Gemara that she's mutar, she's mutar. Now, the Bet Yosef, he explains, uh, based on Rash, uh, Rashi's interpretation of the Gemara, that if the Heter came before the second Aed came, then she could get married. But once that second Aed came, and it was before the Heter, she shouldn't get married. 
And a lot of the Beit Shmuel over there and the Beit Hetev and the Hazonish really through the generation they go back and forth what exactly is in the interpretation of this Gemara. Now we're going back to the Mishnah, Aed Omer Met, and then you have two are saying that he didn't die even though she got married, uh, she, uh, she should uh, divorce. Now the Gemara says Pshita, that, like, that's obvious, you don't have to tell me. Then Varav Shalehadim Kom two versus one, two win. The Gemara explains, You have two witnesses coming, but they're psulim la'idut, the mehalad Shabbat or something. And we're coming to Mehadesh, that even though they're, they're Aidim Sulim and he's uh, one Aid who's a Kasher, they, we believe them uh, over him. Any place uh, we believe one Aid, you gotta go by the, by the majority. And they did two women versus one man. Like two men versus one man. And some say whenever one Aid comes and he's kosher from the beginning, even if a hundred women come, they're considered like one, so it's one versus one, and we don't take their word over his. When we say you have to go after the majority, we're talking about one lady came from the beginning. And then two or more ladies come and they say the opposite of what she's saying. And that's and then we go by the majority. And explain Rabbi Hamia like this. Whenever the Torah went after one ayat, you go by the majority. And we're going to have to say two women versus one woman is like two men versus one man. But two ladies versus one man, it becomes like half and half. It becomes like one against one, and uh, they don't have the power to knock him out. Now that's Rashi's Perush, the, the Rashba, the Rambam. They both explain that we do believe the ladies to some degree. Uh, maybe if she already got married, not, not, she's not going to have to divorce. But uh, she can't marry a second guy if she didn't get married yet. So, um, so it's it's up for discussion. What does that mean? The Mishnah says Shna Aim Omri Met, and one Aid says uh, he didn't die. The Halakha is uh, even if she didn't get married, she's allowed to get married. Maika Mashmalan. What's the Hidush? That's pretty obviously. And the Gemara explains Bipsule Aidut. We're talking about the Psulim Taidut. These Mehalleh Shabbat want to give right there to get married. And comes a big tzaddik and says, no, we believe the, the two Aidim of that we go by the Medazil, Batar of the Ot, we go by the majority. And the Gemara asks, but that's the same thing as we just explained before. The Gemara explains, maybe we go by the majority only to be strict. To be lenient, maybe we're not going to be so much on the majority. That when we go by the majority, it's it's down the line. Meaning, if, whether it's to be lenient, whether it be strict, we're always going to go. We're always going to go by the majority. Now, since we're already discussing um, uh, one against the other, the Gemara wants to bring now when you have tzarot, you have co-wives, and each one is arguing. One wife says he died. The other one says he didn't die. The one who said he died, we believe her, um, and she's not uh, believed towards her tzara. She could get married again, she could get her ktuba and go. 
that's it. She's as if she's standing right there as an aguna. So one of them says he died in his bed. The other one says he got killed in war. They're arguing one against another. One of them is a liar. They can't get married. At the end of the day, they're not alive, so they're not alive. Then let them get married. It doesn't make a difference how they die. They, they both admit he's dead. Now, you have one witness saying that he died. The other one said he didn't die. You have, you have conflicting testimonies. They can't get married. Since Betin didn't give a hetar, she's not allowed to get married. We will start the Gemara tomorrow. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.